to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yo, it's not going to be a long stream. It's going to be a very, very quick stream. And today for me makes day number eight. Eight days in a row of live stream on this channel. So my personal goal is 30 days in a row live streaming on this channel. I'm currently at day eight. Shut up. <laughs> the wife is like, you're not going to make it to 30 days. Cause I know doggy diamonds did it. He did 30 days of live streaming. So I'm like, you know what? I too can do 30 days of live streaming. And that's what I'm going to do. 30 days. I'm at day eight. Hi. All right. I'm trying to look, um, trying to find something looking for a file. I can't find a damn file. That that November. Now my file. Look, you're not going to make all that noise in the kitchen. That, that's my fault because I'm starting early. Normally, I would wait till she cooks breakfast, but I didn't feel like waiting. So, are. And here we are. Theme music. So if you hear dishes rattling in the background, it's her in the kitchen. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to make noise. It's cool. Yo, kitchen clanging and bang, banging. All right, yo, so let's do this. Let's do this. What's what's first topic? Like I said, it's going to be a short, short stream. It's not going to be long. Um, God, everybody's already in the building. All right, all right, all right. It's a Kiba. Kiba. Looking forward to my package. You know what I'm saying? Doug, uh-oh, uh-oh. We are blessed to have the moderator of the decade, Doug. I did not get him yet. Yo, no, sir. I did not get him yet. Ricky's in the house. Trace 5 Civ. Money cut ill. What's happening? What's happening, everybody? Fifth Ward tapping in this morning. I said fifth Ward tapping in this morning. Yes, 30 days. 
I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Just to say I, I just to say I did it. Yeah, 30 days, like nine back to back. No Tef was really looking at me like I can't do it. I don't even know what meatless Mondays. Oh, I remember that, huh? I had started a regiment one day, it was like meatless Mondays. That didn't last long. I'm a carnivore at heart. Right? Creative, hey. Valerie, all right, all, all the usual suspects in the house. That's for sure. All right. The, the, uh, the Prince family welcomes y'all here. Stall her out. And listen, that should take too long. That should take too long. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, my phone last night for that whack 100. Listen, that, if I end up doing an RIP video on that woman, you know why. All right, let's go. Let's go. First uh, topic. Oh, you know what? Since we're already here, we might as well get into it. We might as well get into it. So I see all the non passport bros are trying to send love and light and well wishes to Austin. Listen. This dude is an incel. This dude is an incel. This dude is a traveling incel. Now, remember, I was getting in on all the bros in Brazil for not getting with this dude. So, I talked to my mans. My mans actually met up with the dude. But I'll go to his Twitter page and let him tell it on his Twitter page. This dude is everything... He's the problem. He's he's an incel. This dude's an incel. He's an incel. All right. He's not your leader. He's not your savior. He's a poor representation. You old guys that prop this young man up. Shame on y'all. And I want to give a shout out to the brothers that did reach out to him. He rejected all of their advice. Let me say this again, what no one's talking about, you know, cause I see all the usual suspects. I saw BGS come out in defense of him. Who, whoever else made videos in support of Austin goofball, Edward Anderson. I see all these guys come out the woodworks to, to make videos in support of him. And for some odd reason, they missed the biggest piece of this puzzle. It's Austin Holloman. He's the problem. Something. And then I didn't realize the interview he did with Jason Black. This dude said he was watching porn at six years old. This dude said on Jason Black's channel three months ago. Said he was watching porn at six years old. Mama, Mama Holloman. Why was your son able to watch porn that's six years old. Yeah, O'Shea. There's another goofball that made that made a video in support of this dude. Y'all be back in the wrong horses. Every time a, a new nigga come out, y'all back the wrong horse. Every time. Name me one nigga in that space down the street that they back was the right. What's up? Yes. I get breakfast in the morning. Either I want when I want it or not. That's a flex. Anywho, every Negro that come out 
that gives y'all a ray of hope, a ray of sunshine, right? Speak the gospel. It sound good. It look good. Y'all always back in the wrong. The only horse I could legitimately say y'all back was right was. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody y'all propped up failures in what in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Man, see over. That's all they do is, is pick, make the wrong bets. Why the fuck is my chat box not chat boxing? Damn it. Okay. Um, I still believe he's slow. I believe he's slow as well. I believe he's slow as well. You know what? And I didn't even think to pull up. Let just what we gonna do. We're going to pull up that 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 interview with he did with Jason Black. We're gonna listen to it. But this man out of his own mouth, out of his own mouth, said he was watching porn at six years old. And then when I show you what my guy says about him when he met him, we'll put two and two together. Because remember in that in that apology, he said, I was never rude to anybody. I was never rude to anybody. The worst person you can have traveling abroad is a socially inept person. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, let's, let's, let's pull up this, this shit show. Cause I don't know how everybody missed the interview with, with Jason Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's let's. Oh, oh, okay. Man, I'm telling. Listen, that's right. That's right. They they got mad at, at Liza Liza Bitty for saying the the stuff way back when they was like she don't know nothing. She they got mad at my sis for that, and then ain't nobody mentioned my man Steve because he's down. Let's 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 pull this up real quick. Well, first things first, somebody lost their channel. Somebody lost their channel. Expat King lost his channel. Channel terminated. Expat King lost his channel. Team and go. Okay, Expat King lost his channel, y'all. For whatever reason. Go figure. Okay, Expat King's YouTube. <laughs> Xpat King lost this channel. And then here's another here's another another example. This guy here, Mike's um Mike's Philippine Journey. He reached out to Xpat King. Xpat King said, I'm I'm good. Give me all the attention. Even he had posted the interview from Coco uh Coco Manila. Right, like no, he posted the Yahoo before his channel got terminated, suspended, whatever. He posted the link to that Yahoo article with him and Mr. German handsome, handsome German. Right, these guys don't want to listen to anybody. So all you guys coming around, coming out saying, well, he should have had somebody around him. Somebody should reach out. They did reach out to these guys. They did reach out to Austin Holliman. Guess what? Austin said, "I'm good. I don't need your help. Don't want your help. Don't need your help. Don't want your help." Now what? Now what do you say to that? Right? Uh, let's. What What do you say to a young man that re, that rejects everybody's help from the from the old from the old heads? What wisdom, game, whatever. What do you say to a, to a young man 
that rejects everybody's uh, uh, guidance and help. And y'all still continue to make excuses and back this dude. Okay. All right. All right. This is back in September. I don't know. No, I don't want to do the. I don't want to clip. No, I don't want to watch the baller X. No, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Is this it? Is this it? Let's listen to this. Let's listen to Austin how in his own words, literally four months ago, five months ago, on Jason Black. Y'all keep backing the wrong horse every time. Welcome to his and her with the possible pool. Seeing him dig in. Oh, this is the wrong channel. My bad. My bad. Wrong channel. Where the hell is it? See, I had pulled it up. Son of a bitch. Okay, I'm just going to have to look for it the hard way. I'm just going to have to look for it the hard way. I cannot find it. Oh, I can always find it on my phone, but never on a desktop. Go figure. All right, yeah, I'm going to find it. Hold up, I'm going to find it. I'm gonna have to. I'm uh, shit. Can't find it. All right, I'm just going to pull the baller X clip, which I didn't want to do, but wait. I have I have sweet caramelized crickets better than popcorn over here in Cambodia. Lord have mercy. Okay. E. All right, I can't find it. Ah oh, man. All right, we'll just pull the ball of X clip. We'll just pull the ball of X clip. Because and I don't understand how nobody has 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 failed to address that point that's a very crucial point in development sexual development like you should a, a young man should not yeah, that's that's you're just asking for trouble oh uh, I know Okay, here we go. I'm gonna find it. It's coming. Like four months ago. Four months ago. 
four months ago. All right, here we go. He clipped it, but I can't find the original. The no, sir, he didn't call it. I've been wanting to go to Brazil since I was six years old. Okay. Why, why on earth would a black male want to go to Brazil since I was six years old? Where are you? Being? Uh, they, they, I wasn't the average six-year-old, Tell me more. Sir, you said that you were watching pornography at six years old. Tell me more. Now, let's back up to six. Let's talk about your hormones okay, when you were watching porn at six. intros be too long, bro. Y'all, he said it's normal for a boy to be watching porn and fetishizing Brazilian women at six. Wait, wait, wait. It's normal for a boy to be watching six. Let's back up. Now, now, I remember the Brazilian videos, like, they were, like, popping, like, 15 years ago, right? Because the one famous Brazilian chick, the porn chick, her name was Darlene Amaro, right? That's the first time I, I seen a Brazilian. Her name was Darlene Amaro, and she had a big ass hat. Face was all right, right? It was a big, like this whole Brazilian porn wave came, and she was the face of Brazilian porn. And they were always, and they were infamous for doing um, anal with no condoms. That's what that was the the appeal. People are forgetting the appeal of those of those Brazilian porn videos way back when. Um, is because yeah they had big they were big butt they had big asses but they were always doing anal with no condoms and they was like ooh they over there doing anal with no condoms let's go get us a Brazilian because that's what they're known for right people forget come on I'm, I'm the watcher all right but let's get into this nonsense <laughs> back up to that one y'all he said it's normal for a boy to be watching porn and fetishizing Brazilian women at six yeah grown Brazilian women. Yeah. Who's your dad? R. Kelly? What? What are you talking about, man? Play it. What the fuck? Quit playing. I didn't do this. Okay, no, no, no. I no. know that. He thought that was normal. All ass. Just send the digits. How old are you, kid? 23. There you go. Now, y'all, remember what I just said a few moments ago? You've got dudes in their early 30s saying these fraudulent things to impress dudes in their early 20s. No, so no, to I, any, I excuse me, home. sir, excuse me. To anybody who thought I was making that up, by the way, hey, I know that dude, we friends. Yeah, the guy in his early 30s is impressing the dude, the naive, impressionable dude in his early 20s. Did I call it or did I call it? No, sir, you didn't call it. I've been wanting to go to Brazil since I was six years old. Okay. Why, why on earth would a black male want to go to Brazil since, quote, six years old? Where are you people from? Well, my mother's from New Orleans. Okay, where's your dad from? He's from I'm born and raised in Louisiana, lived in Dallas, Texas. There's none of us who ever want to go to South America at six years old. What you trying to pull? What, what, it, what did you, know about, what did you what even know about South America? What is that? What is that? Proving? What did you know about South America at six years old from uh, a mother from sir, New Orleans? I, I'm, I'm very intelligent, so I guess maybe I just know about the geography. Okay, that's not an answer, sir. What did you know about Brazil at six years old, sir? At six years old, we had the internet, so I had access. I've always liked the light-skinned, curly-haired women that they have down there. Okay, so all, so all, so all you, you, you might be too so old. what you know about what you knew about Brazil at six years old was they had light skinned women's. Yeah, and I grew up, and when I started dealing with the bullshit women here, I said, let me go try. Those okay, let's no, no, let's, let's back it up to six years old. I wanted to go to Brazil since I was six years old. What do you know about Brazil? Well, they had cute. I saw cute women on there who claimed on the internet claimed to be from Brazil. You haven't answered the question yet, by the way. He thinks so, he did, so but he didn't. So, so we're lying about if they were actually the photos I seen on. What kind of argument is that? No, sir, I'm saying a photograph on the internet with no context doesn't tell us, it, give you any motivation to go to a place. 
I saw a wo- I saw a woman who claimed to be from this place. She would have to be the wicked of the the, the good witch of the West for that to make such an impression on a six year old, sir. Why yeah, would they, they, they look that they look that good? Yeah. Why would a six sir at six years old we're still talking about girls are icky and have cooties? What kind of household were you raised I, in? I was, I was watching pornography at six. I wasn't the average six year old, I guess. There it is. There, he's watching the the Brazilian porn. I can guarantee it was the Brazilian porn. I can guarantee it was Darlene Amaro and all the other uh brazilian women but darlene amaro was the face of brazilian porn and she was always doing anal with no condoms and guys and all the american porn actors the black ones mainly would either fly down there or fly her into the states just to do um anal, just to have anal sex with no condom because she was like one of the few women that would do it that was the appeal and that was the appeal Go back and rewatch some of those old <laughs> Brazilian videos. That was the appeal. Tell me more. What do you want to know? My dick size? What are you talking about? No, sir. You said that you were watching right. pornography at six years old. Tell me more. I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, I'm pretty much that's what kind of what kind of how what kind of child rearing has a household where a six year old is watching pornography to the point that they can desire Brazilian women? Exactly. Well, I mean, as long as you have access to the internet, and your mother I know a bunch of people with access to the internet. Six year olds ain't watching porn at six, sir. Well, look, uh, Google was around, so it was easy to find. I, I don't know what that's not a solid. Argument. No, it's no. So that's called child rearing. I'm saying, tell me more about how you were raised. Because I'm from Louisiana, although I am from the civilized part of the Shreveport. I'm from Louisiana. We wasn't watching porn at six years old. And by the way, by the time we had the internet, we wasn't doing that neither. So for a six-year-old to be watching Brazilian watching Brazilian women in porn and valuing that at six years old, now that's how they were raised. So tell me more about how well, you were raised. No, I, I got my ass whooped for watching, so I don't think I was encouraged to watch it. I just have been the person to do what I want. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out here with, about with the child. Re- this is the guy that y'all was touting as the next wave and... and- Oh my God! Come on, and you, it was you old niggas. It was you guys my age and older propping this kid up. This kid, he's a kid. He's a kid. Y'all making all these excuses for this dude, and nobody wants to ignore all these red flags he was presenting to everybody. So we just skip all the red flags. But as long as the rhetoric, we agree with the rhetoric, and it sounds cool. As long as you keep saying, "Fuck black black women, American black women," we gonna ride with you, no matter what issues or flags we we you know traumas. You know, we're going to we're going to dismiss all that because you're talking about fuck black at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Right. Fearing in the, in the home environment that, you know, would promote a six year old watching porn. I'm, that's why I keep saying to you, sir, tell me more. Y'all, he doesn't want to tell me anything else now. I, I, I think oh, we just wow, I think we just wow. had a veneers moment. What, we, what, we just pulled you, the car. What, what is what, what I don't because it is what it is. Maybe I was an early bloomer when it came to uh, sexual thoughts. Uh, you see sex on TV. There's movie scenes with sex. I guess, I, like I said, maybe I was just a little smarter and I was able to put two and two together and get on Google. I mean, let's 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 talk about something because this is like yeah, let's, let's let's keep talking about this. Now, let's, 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 let's keep talking about this right here because I want people to know the psychology and the character of these individuals claiming what's going on down there. So you just gave us a very good look into the psychology and character of the guys who do this international passport pimping. So that's why I want to stay on this. This gives us a good look into the character of them. Well, I mean, what you're using is a broad technique of shaming. You know, what I mean? sir, you're yeah. the one who said it. I didn't say it. You're the one who brought it up. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. You didn't know that the six-year-old watching porn is abnormal and perverted? You didn't know that? Y'all, he didn't know that. He thought that was normal. So, you went, how old were you when the internet came out? Wow, really? Well, concerning the fact that the, the DARPA project was the 70s, but if you're talking about CompuServe in America Online, that would be the late 80s. How old were you when, whenever Google, whenever you could get on porn websites? How old were you when it Well, before you had the commercial internet, you had oh. the BBS sites. 
So you figure probably around, I don't know, 10, 12? When you were 12, okay. That's usually around when puberty starts. Okay, we weren't doing that then either. It was it was available. It was available. It was out there, but we weren't doing that. It was available. It was available. It was out there, but we weren't doing that. Yo, I didn't come across uh, Cinemax like <laughs> I don't know. Was I t- t- twelve, thirteen? For those that remember uh, Emmanuel, the Emmanuel series on 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 Cinemax. Uh, her, her name was Sil- Sylvia Crestel. She played the Emmanuel series. I, this is when we first had HBO. Cinemax, like that's if your parents paid for the extra services. If not, come on, because you had the, the ticket, the slider, the the brown box with the white, the white background with the black let black numbers, and it was this click 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 right. And it was usually usually like channel fifteen sixteen. If your parents didn't pay for the extra services, it was it was blurred out. It was you know whatever. But if they pay for the extra services, you got the HBO ness and the Cinemax. And this is when I first discovered the Emmanuel series with Sylvia Crestel. And she would go all over the world, all these stories. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was 12 or 13. And even then, I was still like too into, into my sports. I was still too into my sports. Because my, my dad made sure I, I stayed, we stayed in sports. We, had, we didn't have time to do dumb shit. But let's continue. This is nonsense. Shout out to Baller X for clipping this. It's not on me that your hormones had a defect. My hormones worked when they were supposed to. Whenever I was 16, I had, I think, the highest sex drive I had ever had. I now, let's back up to six. Shout out to all you pervs that understand that don't that know what they meant. <laughs> Shout out to all you old perverts. <laughs> now, let's back up to six. Let's talk about your hormones at six years old when you were watching porn at six. Let's back up to that one. Y'all, he said it's normal for a boy to be watching porn and fetishizing Brazilian women at six. Yeah, grown Brazilian women. Yeah. Who's your dad? R. Right. Kelly? What are you talking about, man? Wow. What are you talking uh, sir, about? I don't even I don't even date women my age. Don't try to make it seem like I'm dating women under 18 or something like that. I don't even date women my age. How old are you? Sir, I'm talking about when you were six How years old, old watching porn, sir. How old are you? I am old enough to tell you all that this fella right here thinks that watching porn at six was normal sexual development behavior. Okay. Now well, he's telling you all he's going. Yes, taxi cab confessions. Oh my gosh. Uh, hookers at Hunter's Point. Let's let's not let's go down memory lane, right? But once again, all of his defenders. I have not seen BGS talk about this. I have not seen Goofball Edward and they're all goofballs to me. But I have not seen the Goofball Brigade. I have not seen Edward Anderson talk about this. Who else supports this guy? I have not seen O'Shea talk about this. None of you guys have addressed his uh, early childhood sexual development that led to this obsession. That he has with Brazilian women. This man was in a whole nother country in Thailand and complaining about not having access to Brazilian women. He's in Thailand complaining about Brazilian women. Sir, you're in Thailand. You're in Thailand. That man told y'all, I don't want to do this. This is not, I, I normally don't I don't like to do this, but here you go. Here's some food. Here's some city uh landscapes. You know, I feel nervous walking into a room of Philip of, of Thai, Thai, Thai women, you know, because I'm used to Brazilian women. No, nigga. None of you guys are defending, addressing this point. Y'all just want to defend the guy because he, he likes to put down a certain class of women and pedestalize another. If I'm going to pedestalize any group of women on the planet, it would be Indian women. But that's my personal opinion. Let's go. 
going to lecture you all about the values of dating South American women. I'm telling you, this is the character you have to have right here. This is his idea of normal sexual behavior. Now, how many of you want your six-year-olds being raised under this set of values? And they talk about the values of women in Brazil and all these other places. By the way, these are the values. So I'm, well, I'm glad I mean, I you called them. Values. I was raised up with enough values whenever I debate with a man I get on camera. Okay. Congratulations. You're not worth as much as me. Okay. Maybe if you ever, maybe if you ever turn off the porn for a couple of years, I can get you raised up to a different level. Although you're going to need a new circle of friends. I will have to say that things will have to be totally redone from the top down. But I'll tell you one more thing in the world where I come from, this will be amazing to you. We don't have to see people to know what they're worth. Children, children, children like this, children like this think that they're making a point. The last three vehicles that I purchased, I literally only had to do it online. Nobody ever saw me. I didn't see the banker and yet millions of dollars moved. Now, isn't that amazing? Now, in your world, in your world, you don't understand that. And that's okay. But when y'all get on the Internet with this fake flexing and talking like you know what you're talking about, it really just makes them look bad. It really, really does. No, I'm, I'm not fake flexing. We but let's 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 get back to the travel topic because this is a never-ending shaming subject that you're trying to do. Uh, you say that the dudes go. Oh, that'd be the red dot. The red dot going down there. Uh, they can't win it all in the states, right? Most of you have jaded, perverted backgrounds, so, and well, in you America, think? your particular form of kink is either illegal or nobody really, the females don't really dig it. So yeah, they have to go run to other places where they can hide out and perform their particular practices. So it seems like you know a lot about me. What do you think I had to go to South America for? Well, a six-year-old watching porn, I can only imagine what floats your boat now. What? Okay. Once again, thank you, Bala X, for clipping that. Um, I cannot find the original business live stream with that, but that pretty much gives us a very disturbing in, in, insight into how this man thinks, especially about women. This is why <laughs> this is why he couldn't connect with American women. But even more important, let me get back to the point where the, the, the guys in Brazil reached out to him and tried to school him and, and, and show him the show him the way, show him the light. And he rejected everybody's uh, uh, advice. He rejected everybody's advice. So I, I, I stand corrected. Shout out to the, to the brothers that were down there to actually try to help this young man see the light. But my man, Stephen Story, I told you, my man's with the bulletproof whip. Just in case. I said, brother, what? Did you just purchase because? Yeah, just in case. <laughs> my man's is down there with a bulletproof whip just in case. He met Austin Holloman down there. And what did he have to say? Let's go into what my man's had to say about his meeting with Austin Holloman and his his mental makeup. Let's get into this because this is very, very important. Okay. And and it was much worse. See what what we're what we've been told and what we're reporting is nothing how it was on at ground zero. They were actively looking for this dude. And all y'all running around here say, he didn't do anything. What did he do wrong? He didn't say anything wrong. Uh, tell them that. Tell them, tell the natives that. Want y'all all fly the fuck down there and tell the natives, hey, y'all got it wrong. He's a good dude. He didn't mean no harm. Y'all go tell the, the natives that. But let's get into it. Where did he say, what did he say, what did he, what did he say? What did he say? My man said, uh, okay, I met him in real life. Complete dickhead. 
when I met him, he was telling me how he had already cussed out three Brazilian chicks because they didn't show him proper respect. Who talks like this? Who talks like didn't show me proper? You know who talks like that, right? A, a bunch of online suckers, right? <laughs> a bunch of online incels that, that feel that women should just fall to their knees because they should. Once again, let me read that. Let me run it back. Read it back again. I met him in real life. Complete dickhead. When I met him, he was telling me how he had already cussed out three Brazilian chicks because they didn't show him proper respect. Okay. And then, and then the, what other people are forgetting because my man mentions the second and third consequences, which I, the point I, I love. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, this is how bad it was. And y'all, like I said, what we're, what we're reporting is nothing how it was at ground zero. My man's is down there at ground zero. Those other brothers down at ground zero. The expat community in Salvador was extremely pissed when all this passport bro stuff came out last week. We've been living down here peacefully for years with zero problems. And, I, and a guy with a camera comes in and paints all of us Americans in a bad light in less than one week. Mind y'all, Austin Holloman only been in Brazil for three months. And in three months, he's turned that place upside down with a camera and the internet. That man has been there for, for three months and has turned an, a damn entire country upside down just with a camera and the internet. And then he also said all of us were getting calls and texts from our Brazilian friends and from other expats in other parts of the country asking if we knew this guy. I'm glad he got ran out of Brazil. We, the American expat community, don't need that kind of attention. Now, there is some game for you. There is some game for you. Let me run it back again. All of us were getting calls and texts from our Brazilian friends and from expats in other parts of the country asking if we knew this guy. He better not ever step foot back in Brazil again. Okay. There's another point that he that pe he makes that people forget. People don't understand second and third order consequences because of what one guy did. Every black guy coming down here is going to get second guessed by potentially anybody they're interacting with based off what they saw on the internet about one black American. The internet is forever. And I don't understand how you guys are just minimizing and dismissing all this. Well, it ain't going to affect me. No, it may not affect you, but the next guy down the line. So as long as it doesn't affect you directly, you're okay. But God forbid you be that guy down second, third, fourth, fifth down the line. That's where the real problems will show up. And shame on all you goofball ass niggas defending this dude and, and minimizing and dismissing his, his impact that he's had. Not only in that city, but potentially that country. All y'all just blowing up. Ah, oh, you know, he young. Y'all make me sick, man. Y'all make me sick. As long as a motherfucker say fuck black women, we're going to ride with them. That's what it comes down to. That's what, at the end of the day, that's what y'all, that's all, that's, that's what's more important. As long as he says the hell with black, black women, black American women, we, 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 we going to ride with them. Okay. What do I know? 
This is my man's. Been down there four or five years. He has a bulletproof whip just in case. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get into the first things first. Let me get caught up in these comments. Cause I know y'all got some comments. I want to read you guys' comments. I'm dying to read you guys' comments. Let me get caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling and acting like you're getting back at women is good. Man, that is that's that's asinine. That's an insane thought process. Once again, how come nobody is talking about these points that I'm making? Once again, go ask those dudes, ask them, Hey, did you know this guy was, this is how he grew up. And this is a mindset. And the people down there, it was, it was much worse than what, what y'all did making it out there. It was way worse, way worse. But as long as you say, Hey, the hell with black American women, we're going to ride with you. That's all that matters. Okay. I didn't know he was saying all that. Thought he just wanted dudes to travel. But in the, in the apology video, I was never rude to anybody. I was never rude to anybody. Get your, get your goofy ass the fuck about this country. And then, and, and then, the, the, okay, and the, the, the tried and true uh, pushback uh, answer is, well, white men do it too. I'm so tired of that. Listen, y'all can't do what white men do. I'm sorry. I know y'all want to be on white equal to white man status. No, you cannot travel countries and do what white men do. No, you cannot go and destabilize entire countries. You cannot do that. Sorry. Everybody knows as a, as a black man, you have to move a certain way. That's just common sense, man. That's just common sense. But anywho, let's, let's get into the, uh, the Royal Habsburg, uh, inbreed, inbreed tree. Cause uh, Adrian had donated and he wanted to go over this and I'm going to, and uh, we're going to go over it real quick. All right. Let's get into some inbreeding. Yeah, let's go. Today I'm going to show you the family tree of the Habsburg dynasty. I'll be using my European Royal Family Tree West chart, which is available for purchase from my website, usefulcharts.com. I'll be starting with the earliest known Habsburg ancestors, continuing through the period when the family controlled both Spain and the Holy Roman Empire, and going all the way down to the current head of the house today. So we're going to start with Werner I, who was the first person to hold the title Count of Habsburg. His father, Radbot, was a German count from a region near Switzerland known as Klatgau. Radbot built a castle in that area and named it Habsburg, which is where the family gets its name from. Werner's mother came from an even more prestigious lineage. Her mother was the sister of Hugh Capet, who is often considered to be the first king of France. This is a deep, deep dive this guy did. Shout out to um, Useful Charge. This is a deep breakdown of this whole family tree. It is insane. Let's go. She was also a descendant of Charlemagne through a female line, which means that the entire Habsburg dynasty can be traced to him as well. For many generations, the Habsburgs were merely counts, but this changed with Rudolf I. Following the death of Holy Roman Emperor Frederick II, more than 20 years passed without a new emperor. An English prince had been chosen but never crowned. When he died, the German nobles then elected Rudolf. Note that prior to being crowned emperor, the person elected was given the title King of the Romans. 
but Rudolf had a rival, Ottokar I of Bohemia. Eventually, the rivalry came to a head and there was a massive battle between the Germans and the Czechs. Rudolf won that battle and, as a result, gained control over Austria, which became the center for Habsburg power from this point forward. But Rudolf was never crowned emperor, and after he died, a count from the House of Nassau was chosen as king of the Germans instead, at least until some of the nobles decided to help Rudolf's son Albert take back the title by force. But then, Albert was assassinated by his own nephew, and a count from the House of Luxembourg was elected as his replacement, and finally someone managed to be crowned emperor. But the Habsburgs remained influential. After Henry VII died, the nobles were split between this third-generation Habsburg and this neutral candidate from the House of Wittelsbach. Eventually, the Wittelsbach candidate won out and was crowned emperor, after which power swung back to the Luxembourg dynasty for almost 100 years. But the Habsburgs came back into play during the 1400s because of this marriage here, when Emperor Sigismund died with no male heirs. Okay. Once again, are you guys 40 Warhammer 40k? Remember, Sigmundson. <laughs> There's a chapter master by the name of Sigmundson, and he's very, very important. This is why Warhammer 40k it just encompasses all life. <laughs> Look up Sigmundson, Warhammer 40k. He's a dope character. His son-in-law, Albert, was elected king of the Germans. After he died, his cousin Frederick was then elected. And it is at this point that we finally get the first person from the House of Habsburg to officially become Holy Roman Emperor. In fact, Frederick III had a nice long reign of 53 years. And from this point forward, although the title of Emperor was technically still an elected position, the imperial crown basically stayed within the Habsburg family and was passed down in a hereditary manner. So following Frederick III, we get his son Maximilian I, and then after Maximilian, it goes to Maximilian's descendants. Now it's at this point that we have to move to the other side of the chart. This is because it's from this point forward that the Habsburgs become an important part of the history of Spain. So Maximilian had a son named Philip, who ended up having one of the most important marriages in European history. He married Joanna, daughter of Ferdinand and Isabella often referred to as the Catholic Monarchs. In essence, that marriage had united the crowns of Aragon and Castile, forming the Kingdom of Spain. But originally, the odds of the Spanish thrones passing to Joanna and Philip's line were low. Joanna actually had an older brother, who was married to Philip's sister, and the Spanish royal line was supposed to continue through them. In addition to this, she also had an older sister, who married the King of Portugal. So basically, she was third in line. But both of her older siblings died before having children, so suddenly the Habsburgs were in a position to inherit both Austria and Spain. Now, Philip actually died before both his father and his father-in-law. So when they both died, their titles... Uh, yeah, and I, I'll, I'll agree. Yeah, these pictures, the majority of these people were, were dark-complected. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 you know, tell you anything less. Yeah, the majority of these people... and they they were of a dark they had melanin in their skin so i i totally agree i get it i'm with y'all but you know just for the sake of the bloodline tracing that's what i'm i'm more i'm more invested in but we all know these people are pretty much you know moorish right okay passed straight to this guy here who became both charles the first king of spain and charles the fifth holy roman emperor so Charles V from the House of Habsburg ended up ruling over more land in Europe than any monarch had since Charlemagne. 
But before he died, he made a pretty wise decision. He decided to split up his realms, giving his son Philip, Spain, and his younger brother Ferdinand, Austria. So from this point forward, the house divides into two branches. We'll look at the Spanish branch first, as that one was the more senior of the two. For the first two years of his reign in Spain, Philip II was also King of England, by right of his wife, Queen Mary. At the time though, he had a son through his first marriage, so there wasn't really ever a strong possibility of Spain and England uniting. As it happened though, that first son died. He and Mary never had any children, and it was a son through his fourth marriage that ended up inheriting the throne. And this is where the infamous Habsburg inbreeding begins. You see, his fourth wife was his niece. Oh, yes. Damn, not his niece. <laughs> now wait a minute now. Now wait a minute. Y'all better claim this. Y'all better claim this. Cause y'all would love y'all love to say, yeah, these these the original pictures they were black. Yeah, okay. For argument's sake, they were melanated people. Y'all need to hold this. Claim it. Claim it. Yes. All the original Moorish African dynasties all maintained their line, their lineage through inbreeding. Don't be, don't run to Ray Ray and, and the Whitakers. No, 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 no. Don't do that. That's disingenuous. Let's not make fun of the Whitakers and the Fugates. No, bring y'all asses back to where it originally started, over here. Keep it a buck. If you're going to call it, call it straight down the line. Ain't no butt slide. Black folks was doing this. They started this practice of inbreeding. Don't play with me. If y'all wanted me to go over this bloodline, then come take everything that comes with it. Y'all always want to, well, Europeans started all that nastiness. No, 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 they didn't. Who taught them that? Okay. Who taught them that? They were chilling in the caves, chilling. Eating meat. Chilling. In the, in the Caucasus Mountains, after we walked them over through through the hot Arabian desert, right? After they've been cast out. When I go to the Yakub theory, whatever the case may be, we, we walked the seeds of Yakub uh, uh, out, out, out across Arabia and in, into the, in the Caucasus Mountains. They was chilling, living their best lives. And here we come. Hey, let's, we, let's civilize these people. Let's show them our ways. If you're going to call a spade a spade, call it a spade. What color is a spade, y'all? It's black. In other words, his sister's daughter. Now, in those days, a few cousin marriages here and there was not uncommon, even among the common everyday people. But an uncle-niece marriage? Well, like I once said in one of my other videos, that's not only gross, it's unhealthy. But what made matters even worse was that the Habsburgs continued to marry close family members generation after generation. A single cousin marriage in one generation of a family doesn't actually make that much of a difference, genetically speaking. But if you get repeated cousin marriages, generation after generation, that's when things become a problem. Anyway, I should point out that the Habsburgs also came to rule Portugal during Philip II's reign. This is because Portugal ran out of male heirs, and after a brief war of the Portuguese succession, the throne fell to Philip because of his mother. The Spanish Habsburgs kept that throne until 1640, during a period known as the Iberian Union. But in 1640, Portugal won its independence under the House of Braganza. So we get Philip II, Philip III, and Philip IV, all of whom reigned during the peak of the Spanish Empire's power. But by the time we get to Charles II, all the inbreeding had taken its toll, 
and Charles turned out to be very unhealthy. He was unable to have a child and died at age 39. There were no other males on the Spanish side of the family, and this created a crisis which turned into the War of the Spanish Succession. And I remember this in high school. Oh, uh, you know what? First things first. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me get these super chats real quick. My bad, y'all. See, well, thank you for the two on the super chat, bro. Uh, people still call into the into Fox News Authority 2010. <laughs> K Business Podcast. Thank you, bro. Uh, just supporting you and your channel, bro. I appreciate the 10 on the super chat. Thank you, bro. All right, let's get back to this, uh, this history lesson involving black people. Basically, there were two options. The first option was to give the throne of Spain to the Austrian branch of the House of Habsburg. The Holy Roman Emperor at the time, Leopold I, had two sons, Joseph and Charles. So the idea was to make Joseph the heir to the Austrian branch and to make Charles the head of the new Spanish branch. The second option was to have the throne pass through Charles II's younger sister Maria to her second son, Philip. It couldn't go to her eldest son because he was set to inherit France, and the other European leaders didn't want France and Spain to unite into a new superpower. In the end, the second option won out, and Philip V of the House of Bourbon became King of Spain. And in fact, the House of Bourbon still reigns in Spain today. But note that the current King of Spain is in fact a descendant of the Habsburgs. It's just that it's through this female line here. Okay, so now let's go back to the Austrian branch and the brother of Emperor Charles V, who became Emperor Ferdinand I. But before we look at his descendants, let's jump over for a moment to my European royal family tree East chart. Ferdinand is also located is on crazy. that chart, and on there you can see his wife Anne and her family. It was through Anne that the Habsburgs came to inherit both the thrones of Bohemia and Hungary as well. Anne was the daughter of King Vladislaus II of Bohemia, who in turn was the son of King Kazimir IV of Poland. Vladislaus ended up inheriting the crowns of both Bohemia and Hungary through his mother. However, interestingly, he did not inherit the Polish crown. That went to his younger brothers instead. So from this point forward, with a few exceptions, the head of the Austrian branch of the Habsburg dynasty was... Yo, y'all see how deep this... This is just one royal family. Like, my goodness... <laughs> I'm I'm dying to see at the end of this video to see what all spawn from from this from these trees. But this is a huge family tree. Holy Roman Emperor, King of Bohemia, and King of Hungary, among many other titles as well. Let's now go back to the West chart. Ferdinand was followed by his son Maximilian II, and then by his son Rudolf II. Rudolf is famous for his interest in the occult. He was an ineffective ruler though, setting the stage for the Thirty Years' War, and therefore his brother Matthias ended up seizing the throne from him. But neither of these two brothers had any legitimate heirs, and therefore the next emperor was their cousin Ferdinand II, who was also the father-in-law of King Philip III of Spain. Now here's the history that we pretty much all grew up with in, high, in, in, in middle school and high school. They, just, they never tell you all the shit before then, but this is pretty much start your history of Spain. This is what they pretty much taught us at this point. Spain. He and his son, Ferdinand III, were the emperors during the Thirty Years' War, which led to a decline in Habsburg power and increased decentralization throughout the Holy Roman Empire. This in turn would eventually lead to the rise of a second major German power, Prussia. We then get Leopold I. His mother was the sister of King Philip IV of Spain, and his sister was the wife of King Philip IV of Spain. So yeah, that's another uncle-niece marriage. On top mm -hmm. of a bunch of other cousin marriages that I didn't even point out. Leopold I had a long reign, and then was followed first by his eldest son Joseph, and then by his second son Charles VI. Remember, Charles VI had earlier been a candidate for the throne of Spain, 
And this is the point where we run out of male line Habsburgs. After Charles VI, there were simply none left on either branch. So we get the War of the Austrian Succession. Should the Habsburg possessions go to Joseph's daughter Amalia and her husband Charles, or should they go to Charles's daughter Maria Theresa? And Can you imagine the, the Game of Thrones politics being played behind the scenes with these people? Could you imagine all the backbiting and just political maneuvering? Like, this gives me a headache to even think about all of the, the power moves being played and made by everybody like this literally legit will give me a migraine but this is how it is and her husband francis note that both husbands were female line descendants of the habsburg dynasty but eternally charles was from the house of wittelsbach and francis was from the house of lorraine the argument for maria Theresa was that her father had passed a law allowing his daughter to inherit However, the argument for Amalia was based on an earlier agreement between the two brothers, Joseph and Charles, that should the family run out of males, Joseph's daughter would be considered more senior. Now that was a central, central plot line in the first season of House of, House of Dragon. Remember, Rhaenyra was supposed to be queen um, when, upon Viserys' death, but uh, old girl misheard him, his dying wishes, Right. And thought he changed his mind and made it her kid. And that sparked the whole, the, the first dragon wars. Right. Because, okay, but this, this is where they get this shit from. Okay. All right, let's go. Initially, Charles became emperor as Charles VII. But in the end, Maria Theresa's side won out. She inherited all the Habsburg lands, but her husband received the title of Holy Roman Emperor. So from this point forward, the Habsburgs are not really the Habsburgs. They are the Habsburg Lorraines. After Francis I, we get two of Maria Theresa's sons, Joseph II and Leopold II. Their sister, Marie Antoinette, married King Louis XVI of France and famously lost her head during the French Revolution. But just prior to that happening, her nephew became Emperor Francis II, and he ended up becoming the final Holy Roman Emperor ever. That's because the Holy Roman Empire was dissolved in 1806, mostly due to this guy over here, Napoleon Bonaparte who became emperor of the French soon after the French Revolution. Napoleon ended up marrying Francis's daughter Marie, with whom he hoped to create a new imperial line. But that, of course, did not work out. But the Holy Roman Empire did continue in a way, just under a new name, the Empire of Austria. Emperor Francis II simply became Francis I of Austria. He was followed by his son, Ferdinand I, and then Ferdinand was followed by his nephew, Franz Joseph. Franz Joseph's younger brother even became emperor of Mexico for a few years. So there's a Habsburg connection in the Americas as well. But by this point, the German lands no longer controlled by the Habsburgs had organized themselves into a German confederation, of which Austria was also a part. But in 1866, Austria was basically kicked out of that federation, and the German confederation, led by Prussia, soon evolved into the German empire. I remember when Prussia was actually still the country and in high school and then they changed it to something else but yeah people most people don't even realize there was a prussia right if you ask the average person and you, you remember there was a country named prussia and they were like there was never no country named prussia. like i remember that in high school they changed that shit up they, like they always do like they always do so at this point we really have two german emperors emperor franz joseph of austria and kaiser wilhelm of germany 
Franz Joseph had a really long reign. In fact, one of the longest reigns by any monarch in history. And he lived all the way up to World War I when he partnered with Kaiser Wilhelm II against the Allied powers. He had had a son, Crown Prince Rudolf, but Rudolf committed mutual suicide with his mistress in 1889. That wow. meant that the throne would have to pass through his younger brother's line. By the time 1914 rolled around, his nephew, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, was next in line. It was his assassination that triggered the Great War. When Franz Joseph died midway through the war, he was succeeded by his brother's grandson, Charles. But at the end of World War I, the Austrian Empire was dissolved, and hence this is where the Habsburg rule officially comes to an end. But there are a few more important people to mention. Charles died young in 1922, making his nine-year-old son Otto the new head of the family. Otto, usually referred to as Otto von Habsburg, became an important figure in European affairs during the 20th century. Initially, he supported a Habsburg restoration, and during World War II, he fiercely opposed the Nazis. After the war, he became one of the earliest supporters of European integration, serving as the president of the Pan-European Union and as a member of the European Parliament. He died in 2011, meaning that if he had been emperor, he would have reigned almost 90 years, making him by far the longest reigning monarch of all time. Since 2011, the headship of the house has been held by his son Karl, who has also served as a member of the European Parliament, and who recently made the news as one of the first big names to get COVID-19. He has since recovered, though. Karl has three children, including his eldest daughter, who is a model, and his eldest son, who is his heir. But also, quite interestingly, a Oh shit, my bad. This is interesting. Very interesting. A professional race car driver. You can actually follow him on Instagram. I'll leave the link to that in the description. Okay, so that was the Habsburgs, one of the most famous families in European history. Like I say, if you want to buy a copy of this. Bro, look at the, look at how big that line is. Cheesy piece. Shout out to Useful Charts. Thank you for this informative deep dive of the Royal Habsburg family. Ooh, but the uncles and nieces, that's nasty. Tight, try to burn me. Try to burn me, y'all. Y'all saw, saw all the abuse. Did y'all see the abuse in real time? Try to burn me. See my hands all burnt up. Try to burn me. God damn. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was dope. That was a dope deep dive. Oh shit. Boop. Okay. Now, let's get to what you guys came here to see: the black trans grift. And a lot of you guys are going to be like, but Sly, what is the black trans grift? It's exactly what I said it is. The black trans grift. I cannot make this up. Even if I tried. Even if I tried. Leave it to black folk to grift any and everything. To turn anything about money. And I'm not mad. But I'm just like, goddamn, Like, y'all ruined all the scams. You guys ruined all the schemes and scams. All right, let's get into black trans grifting and then we'll wrap it up and I'll get out of here and I'll figure out what the fuck I'm going to talk about later on tonight. <laughs> We're not going to, I ain't see nothing. Yeah. Now don't be, don't be, nah, don't be, uh, don't be like, no, it's not us. Yes, that's, that's black folks. We don't be doing that. Slide at them. No, no, motherfucker. That's us. Oh, this L. Here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let's give a shout out to Twitter. 
the black trans grift shout out to see over see over brought this to my attention so if, if y'all if y'all are sitting there scratching your heads y'all blame almighty see over for this the black trans grift listen if there's a dollar to be made black folk <laughs> will find a way to make it i kid you not we're some of the most resourceful people on the planet but we use those powers for bad <laughs> We always use our powers of resourcefulness for evil. <sighs> okay. Let's go. It says, give to black trans people. She said, that's the Moors. No, that's all of us. Don't, don't you put that on the Moors. <laughs> okay. Your crowdfunding source page that directly uplifts and boosts black trans queer voices who are in need so basically if you need money for whatever reason you come to this and post your 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 plea you post how much you need for whatever the reason is and this entire thread is this this whole this whole um uh this whole channel well not channel but um account is strictly for black trans and queer people who need money to come here and post their calamities and whatever issues they're having. Let's go through this. This is crazy, but it's real. Listen to this. I'm so effing terrified and scared right now. I have less than 24 hours to make $1,600 to pay rent or I'm getting evicted tomorrow morning. I was able to call the leasing consultant and get an extension to tomorrow by 11 a.m. Please spread this. <laughs> And there's the cash app in Venmo. <laughs> Wait, I'm a black trans woman who is homeless and without food and quite literally starving. If you can donate, please do. If not, just retweet as much as you can. I need at least 35 to $40 so I can be able to get food for the week. <laughs> hey, somebody said, have you packed yet? No, stop begging strangers on the internet for money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you're using your kids now. To all friends, please donate and share kindly. The situation is very difficult for my family. The bitter cold. My children are sick and they need clothes, windows, and doors. Thank you. <laughs> Can I make this up? Okay. This did not get me, it, this, not, this did not get met yesterday. Needs to be met fast. Give whatever you're able to and spread this. A young black trans girl working to escape an abusive household needs $50 for food and lifts. More definitely needed later. This is a real thing, y'all. Hello to all. This is the organizer of Open Your Wallet from Twitter, and I've created this Tumblr page due to recent events with Twitter dismantling. This is the only and official Tumblr page. This is your number one trusted crowdfunding source, right? Okay. Let's continue. This is effing urgent. A black trans man needs $400 to get an abortion. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 
Wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. Rewind selector. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this is effing urgent. A black trans man needs $400 to get an abortion and he needs one immediately. This is extremely time sensitive. What you looking for? Pocket. Like, what do you need my wallet for? What, for what? You need it. Oh, you gotta be quicker than that. Oh, you gotta be quicker than that. Snatch it from me. Six or nine. Yeah, you know. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, y'all. This is hilarious. Let me run in the back again. Wait, this is effing urgent. A black trans man <laughs> needs $400 to get an abortion and he needs one immediately. This is extremely time sensitive. <laughs> yo, yo, come on, y'all. <laughs> like, listen, the wife gets mad at me for doing all these black content. And I'm like, we call it nigga content. But look at, I can't, how could you not do stuff on this? <laughs> Let's continue. Hey, y'all, do not send this scammer any money. They constantly scam and lie. I clocked them weeks ago. They tried using a real family's tragedy to scam. Now they're back with another scam. Please don't send them any money and notify Twitter support. Okay, let's see what they... <laughs> Using fake family. Yo, they this is mad. This is mad crazy. This is mad funny. Let's continue. Let's see what other grift we got. Okay, let's see here. One sexy BBW says, tweeting this again to reach more people before my mother too had passed away fighting her cancer. It was a struggle with her chemo treatment payments. But we are currently crowdfunding for her funeral. We could use the extra help. We have a goal of $3,000 for her service. Even if we don't get it, that's fine. God will always find a way. So if any of you would like to help in any type of way, please keep sharing it. It helps a lot. Hey, stop. Oh, this is the original post. Hey, stop what you're doing what you are doing and read this please and thank you my mom was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer on february 2022 since then the cancer spread through both lungs with six to seven months time period and the doctor put her in the 2.5 category of survival she's been doing her treatment um hmm. okay as she's telling us that she feels like she's getting better we try to believe but she looks like she's getting worse i don't know how to feel about any of this i know my mom the greatest fighter i've seen during all my life ain't no way some punk ass cancer gonna change that uh, okay she has the best support system there and and we are paying or we are praying that god just makes this pain and suffering go away every day we sing jesus is my doctor <laughs> i'm not trying to laugh but come on man seriously that's what you're singing to your, your I wish you would sing Jesus is my, is your doctor to me. I wish you would. Let's not do that. Um, 
please pray for my beautiful mom, Mrs. Janice Lachey. Okay, Mrs. That means she's married. She has a husband. Where's the husband? 45. Ooh, that's young. Born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. Mother of four very strong black women. Oh, okay, well, you know what? You missed me on all that. Um, okay, here we go. I know this is a long shot, but I, but we are desperate and devastated. Her treatment cost is sitting at $156,421.98. The insurance company paid $150,000. The balance out of pocket is $6,400. Oh, shit. You got a great insurance company. You better figure out how to get that six grand. It's due January 16, 2023. If anybody would like to help in any way or even prayers, we thank you. Man, come on, man. Six. Yo, your shit was 156 grand and they paid 150 of that. You better. You know what? I could say something right now, but I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, what's she talking about? What's she saying? What's she saying? Sing it, sis. Run it back, sis. Sing. Come on. Uh oh. In my room. Lord Enjoy my room. <laughs> How many of y'all out there right now got joy your room? <laughs> Let's continue with some other nonsense. This is real, y'all. This is real. This is real. Okay, let's see what happened to this. Please retweet this GoFundMe for this black woman's homegoing service. Sudden death can be really hard to financially prepare for. That's why you have life insurance. Rest in peace to Asia. Okay. What happened to Asia? Okay, look, let me see. Okay, look, I, I would probably sneaky link with Asia. I would have sneaky linked with her. I would have sneaky linked with her. If her body's halfway decent, this is definitely a sneaky link. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all this is definitely the look of a sneaky link that i would probably <laughs> i would probably engage in let's see what happened to her um doesn't say she died on february or oh, january 1st or 4th so they're asking for 25 grand they got 17.5 coke prices 17.5 yeah oh, oh don't say it don't say it's the over don't you say it don't you say it, brother. This is definitely a sneaky link right here. I sure would. I sure would. 
Okay, let's continue. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. All right, y'all, we got eight hours or less to keep them and them babies housed. 100 people sitting for does that. So y'all homeless? Are you about to lose y'all home? Let's see what's going on here. Okay, it doesn't much. Baby mama shark is her cash. That's okay. Okay, just to let y'all know, we're currently staying in temporary housing, but we did find somewhere to move in the past week, boosting this again to help with those expenses. Okay. This is a real, this is a real page account. It's called give to black trans people where you come here and post whatever you need financially and you hope the people will help. This is real. <clears throat> uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. A black trans man who's getting an abortion <laughs> needs $200 as he wants to take some time, time off work to recovery emotionally and mentally. Can we, can we have ally help? <laughs> oh, shit. Black trans woman who's a uh, SW needs grocery funds. Let's get her $100. <laughs> I really don't know what to do. I need your help. I just want to die. Like since the fifth of this month, I have been bleeding. I had to go to the hospital to run some tests. My PCV is low and my leg is not healing. And the liver thing is back. Please help me. I am begging you. How are we supposed to help you? And it just, it's your liver. The money's not going to help. What does it cost to get the required drugs? How much is it? Naira and Kubo. Please. Oh, you Nigerian. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. See? Y'all grifting again. And y'all grifting again. Okay. Oh, boy. The grift is strong on this page. The grift is strong on this page. White trans people will never be the voices of trans people because white transness is so very different from black transness. What? <laughs> what? Okay, here we go. Urgent. Trans woman needs insulin. Y'all, I have type 1 diabetes and my student health insurance plan just changed. They've doubled my co-pays and refused to cover my insulin. I found some cost savings by working with my medical suppliers but it's not enough please help share <laughs> what <clears throat> why have they refused to cover insulin is it a specific type or just in mass mine didn't cover a certain type but once they got a note from my doctor they switched back or are you saying not at all because that would be very odd she said specific type what is it though? Novolog. Try the Mark Cuban pharmacy if you can. Costplusdrugs.com. See if they have the brand you need. <laughs> Dustin says, I might be confused, but what does being trans have to do with anything here? <laughs> I hate y'all for this. How much you take out my... You know what? 
Yo, I hate y'all for this. I hate y'all for this. I see over. I hate you for this, bro. <laughs> she over sent me the stuff that he don't want to deal with. <laughs> cause he know I, cause he know I'm a crash test dummy for this type of shit. <laughs> I, I'm see over's crash test dummy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, look at this. Look at this. I'm a black trans woman who is homeless and without food and quite literally starving. If you can please, if you can donate, please do. If not, just retweet as much as you can. I need 30 to 35 to 40 dollars so I can get a, be able to get food for the week. <laughs> I, why we, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm a black trans person who's newly housed and jobless in a new state. And could use some help financially. I just settled in and need help. Oh my gosh. But what are we doing, people? DMs open for small goals for black trans people. We will crowdfund for you. Hey everyone. This is a talented black queer person facing wrongful eviction. Please come together and spread this everywhere. Repost to all your socials. Let's all help each other help them. Eight landlords help their victims. I'm guessing that you weren't paying your rent, ma'am, sir. Right? This is hilarious. Hey, y'all. Thank you. Urgent. Please don't ignore. I'm afraid of having my water and electricity be cut off. I need to raise 250 for my utilities. Wait, 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 wait. My son needs formula. It's $18 a can. We are trying to get on WIC, but they don't have any appointments either by direct donations or by, or buying it off my list for my kids. We also need food and diapers and wipes soon. Hey, what's wrong with this one? Well, here it goes. I've been very hesitant to open with navigating my transition mostly to evade transphobic backlash as what I do with my body is very private to myself only. Okay. So what's the issue here? Okay. Let's, let's, let's see what the fuck you're asking for. Hi, my name is Serena Sonoma, a transgender writer, by the way of North Carolina. Okay. North Carolina, hold this L. These are your peoples. The first memory I have of coming to understand myself as a transgender woman, I am a was at the age of six when I would walk around my family home in my aunt's black Manolo Blanc, Manolo Blanc pumps, wearing my grandmother's scarves loosely on my head. I would imagine it being the same long flowing hair she had and used to fuss with so much. Oh, this is going to be good. As I grew older, my gender only grew louder. And by the age of 23, I set the path for my transition. Six years later, and I'm not quite there yet. This GoFundMe is to help with the cost for gender affirming surgery. More specifically, breast augmentation, one of the biggest sources of gender dysphoria. Navigating and affirming my gender, finalizing my journey, and stepping fully into my skin is, is of the utmost and urgent importances. So, basically a goal of $6,000. She's at $1,705. Y'all, y'all, man. Y'all, y'all doing the most. Y'all doing the most.
If you're trans, don't limit yourself with nothing. There's a job, a career, a life, a healthy love life, family relationships, whatever your heart desires, get out there. Well, y'all play too much. Help black trans femme who's in need of funds to secure an apartment, utilities, medical bills. I need all the support I can get right now to escape my abusive family and friends. Please donate if you can't retweet and share to boost. Okay, so the, the holder of this account is from Nashville. Nashville hold this L. <laughs> Look what this person says. Would you hire me? <laughs> this motherfucker response literally grotesque. <laughs> what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Call to action. Don't scroll. Few donations in 24 hours. Homeless trans man in need of support after being kicked out for his trans identity. He has run out of immediate funding. <laughs> you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, y'all. We're going to end this. We're going to end this shit show. <laughs> We're going to end this shit. We go in this shit show. We go in this shit show right now. <laughs> this today's stream was sponsored by C over since he's the one that sent me the damn link to this foolishness. Oh, Farron, thank you for the five on the cash app. Yes, I'm going to take two minutes to thank today's sponsor, See Over the, te the Technician. Please go subscribe to his channel because, unfortunately, you will not see Black Trans Grift on his channel. No, I'm his crash test dummy. He sends that stuff to me. <laughs> Shout out to See Over. Shout out to everybody that came in today. Shout out to everybody that donated time and energy today. Uh, Austin Holloman. Spread the word. The guy's a piece of crap. He's an incel. The passport. That's a dangerous combination. With that being said, uh, <laughs> he said, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll catch you in a few hours. Peace. <laughs>